Thank you for joining us. God loves His children. He protects, provides, guides, forgives, and so much more. Therefore, He deserves our trust, praise, glory, honor, obedience, and so much more. Yet we often grieve our Lord by turning from Him to do things our way rather than turn to Him in obedience. And what does God do? He gives us what we don't deserve, His love, grace, and mercy. He continues to teach and develop us, and He is always available to us. The question is, when will we always be available to Him? Have Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander speaks to us. Have your Bibles. Uh, turn with us to Jonah chapter 1. We'll be looking at verses verses 3 and 17 and uh, a number of related passages in the book of Jonah. Jonah chapter 1 verses 3 and 17 and then other related passages in this book, the book of Jonah. The word of God reads, But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. I want to preach from the subject, the renegade prophet who faced a great storm. The renegade prophet who faced a great storm storm. The scripture says in verse three, but Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And verse 17 says, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Uh, Verses three and 17, you can entitle a one way ride towards Jonah's destination a one-way ride towards Jonah's destination. Jonah, being in the belly of a great fish for three days and three nights, was a future sign of our Lord's death, burial, and resurrection. Christ himself said in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 40, it says, for as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. In verse 17, Jonah made a futile attempt to run from God, but God, like only he could do, had Uber, a great fish, on standby to give Jonah a one-way ride. A one-way free ride on a three-day and three-night excursion in the belly of a great fish to take him toward his right destination to preach God's word to the Ninevites, that evil Gentile nation. God told Jonah to go one way, but he went another way. He was misdirected. He didn't go God's way. He went his way. And from that point on, his life was misdirected. And with that, I pose a question to you, dear ones. Why do Christians take misdirected paths in life? All the Jonas are not gone. 
And God tells us to do things and then we decide to go on, go on our own tangent, go in our own way and do the exact opposite of what God has instructed us to do in the first place. So why do Christians take misdirected paths in life? Well, first of all, a rebellious spirit will take you down the wrong path in life. A rebellious spirit will take you down the wrong path in life. In Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 through 3a, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Jonah's rebellion took him down the wrong path in life, resulting in unnecessary stress. Because he was in the wrong path or on the wrong path, he had unnecessary worries and he had become very, very frustrated. He also lost valuable energy that he could have used more wisely. And he also lost valuable time. Any time you are going down the wrong path, you are losing precious time. Therefore, do not expect to finish well if you live in defiance and disobedience to God's instructions. It was the late N.S. Brown, a very distinguished uh, pastor. Uh, I was a little kid and he pastored uh, Progressive Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. He's been with the Lord many years now. He said a, a statement that my mom has never forgotten and neither have I. He said, stay on the path of righteousness and you will gain blessings along the way. And he's been dead for many, many decades but his words still rings true today. Stay in the path of righteousness and you will gain blessings along the way. So the first thing, why do Christians take a misdirected life? Is because a rebellious spirit will take you down the wrong path in life. Secondly, many go down the wrong path because of their inability to hear God. They, they won't hear God. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 47 says, and look at what it says. He who is of God, hears God's word. If you've been born again, if you're saved by God, if you've been transformed by the spirit of the living God, if God has arrested you, be it known to you today, uh, you can hear God. If you're saved, you hear what God has to say and it is the utmost value to you. Oh, John 8, 47 says, he who is of God, hears God's word. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. See that? There is no such thing as, uh, uh, as being on a successful path in life apart from hearing God. You want to be on the right path? You want to be on the right road? You want to see God fulfill his plan through you? You want to see um, uh, life in a fulfilling way as it relates to, to your own life personally, then it is important that you hear God. And apart from hearing him, you will not have a successful life. 
Psalms 85, 8 says, let me hear what God the Lord will speak. Look at that. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace to his people, to his saints. He speaks peace. Let me tell you something. Listening to the voices of this world system will leave you angry. There are a lot of voices out there. Listening to the voice of social media, the news media, listen to the opinion of people and the talk shows and all these things will leave you angry. It will leave you absolutely angry, confused. You listen to the voices of this world, you will be uncertain about yourself. You will be unstable. You will become disillusioned if you listen to the voices of this world system. You will become entangled. But listening and obeying God gives evidence that you belong to him. Listening and obeying Almighty God gives evidence that you belong to him. And when you listen to God and obey his words, not going to the left or the right, your life will be one of stability. When you hear and obey God, your life will be one of peace. When you listen and obey God, you will have peace that the world cannot understand. When you hear and obey God, you will have contentment that the world can't give, money can't give, alcohol can't give, people can't can't give. Only God provides contentment. And when you hear and obey God, you will have a fruitful life. There are people who live of 40 and 50 years and then don't have anything to show for their lives. And we're so refreshed when we can hear people. We were, my wife and our and granddaughter was eating in a restaurant and this, this elderly white gentleman said, uh, he, he, he just, I guess he was in the back of me. So he was just watching my bald head. And he said, how did you get your head that shiny? <laughs> and I began to explain that and, he was talking and he said, well, in so many words, God has been good to him. He had, he has, he had been like 15 years or so in the, in the military. Uh, I forgot what aspect he was in. And then, then he was, uh, he didn't turn around and talk about he pat, he was a pastor. And then he said he was something else. He went from thing to thing to thing to thing. This man had to be in his late eighties. And he was just talking to us so long till his wife said, let those folk eat, please. But he was just excited. He was full of joy. And I said, you know what? What amazes me about you is that you come over here and you're so full of joy and excitement. And then he was calling all the things he had done in his life, all the successful things, the fruitful things. And my wife and I would begin to talk. We said a lot of people can't say that in their 80s, that that they have been fruitful. And he was beginning to recount all those things and then be excited about it. So if you want to be excited about what God has done through you in the future, it's best you start doing for God right now. Amen? Right now. Uh, next, you are destined to take the wrong path in life if you do not trust the Lord, which is to rely confidently and exclusively upon him. I reiterate, you are destined to take the wrong path in life If you do not trust the Lord, which is to rely confidently and exclusively upon him. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not 
on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. To not lean on your own understanding means you must refuse to place your confidence in anyone or anything else other than the Lord himself. To not lean on your own understanding means you must refuse to place your confidence in anyone. Don't place your confidence in people and influential people. Don't place your confidence in and celebrities and all these kinds of things, people come and go or anything else. It also means not to rely on your own human insights. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own what? Understanding. On your own what? When you begin to use your own understanding and lean on it, you're going to make a mess of your life. It, it, this means to not rely on your own human insights, to not rely on your own understanding, and to not rely on human wisdom. Instead, you must acknowledge Christ in everything. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, Christ, which is, what does it mean to acknowledge Christ? It means to recognize him. When you acknowledge Christ, you recognize him in everything. To, to recognize and to acknowledge him means to seek Christ in everything. To acknowledge Christ is to seek his permission in life's decisions. Life is full of decisions and your decisions will either uh, move you forward or set you back. That's why you need to acknowledge God and you're destined for failure if you make decisions apart from God. The Lord will remove obstacles and clear the way for you to live the successful Christian life when you implement, say implement, when you execute, say execute, when you apply, say apply, when you implement, execute and apply Proverbs chapter three, five and six in every aspect of your life, you will have good success. Next. Why do people take the wrong path in life? Uh, uh, why do they have a misdirected life? How do they end up on the wrong path? 50 years old, still on the wrong path. 60 years old, still on the wrong path. 70 years old, all of life, wrong path. And some people are on the wrong path and don't even know they're on the wrong path. Well, here's a way you can stay on the wrong path. Listening to bad counsel instead of godly counsel, will cause you to go down the wrong path in life. Listening to bad counsel instead of godly counsel will cause you to go down the wrong path in life. Psalms 1, chapter 1, verse 1a says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You're blessed when you don't follow ungodly counsel. Counsel is either right or wrong, good or bad, godly or ungodly. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. If you fail to guard who you get your counsel from, you are destined to end up on the wrong path in life. If you fail to guard who you get your counsel from, you are destined to end up on the wrong path of life. And a lot of people will give you bad counsel with the best of intention. Even if they had the best of intention, bad counsel 
is still bad counsel, even if they had good intention. They can love you and give you bad counsel. Ungodly counsel can come from good people. Ungodly counsel can come from well-meaning people. Ungodly counsel can come from a spouse. It can come from a child. It can come from a relative. It can come from an in-law. It can come from your boss, a supervisor, a co-worker. I'll tell you what you ought to do. No, what you ought to do is go to God. Why don't you say amen? Proverbs chapter 19, verses 20 and 21 also says, listen to advice. See, that's why you, some of you, you, you can't get your life together. Uh, you, you, you're on all kinds of rabbit trails. It's leading to nowhere. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And you will be wise for the rest of your life. Did you hear that? Listen to advice and accept discipline and you'll be wise the rest of your life. Many plans occupy the mind of a man. Many plans occupy the mind of a man. But the Lord's purposes will prevail. When you live right a holy life, when you're following God, seeking God, acknowledging God, his purposes and his will will prevail in your life. Beloved, the lives of so many have come to ruins and others are in a lifetime of recovery even right now simply because they did not accept godly instruction and godly counsel. And people are in a lifetime of recovery. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 says, walk with the wise and become wise. You want to be wise? Hang around wise folk. You can't hang around fools and be wise. Hang around folk that got good sense. Hang hang around folk that have a good testimony. Hang around folk who have a close walk with God and have your best interests at heart. Walk with the wise. Hang, Hang around folk who are full of God and full of the scripture and full of the Holy Spirit and you'll be wise. Walk with the wise and become what? Associate with fools and get in trouble. And how many under the sound of my voice you you associated with a fool and to this day your life is in an unholy mess. There's some kin folks that are fools. I don't know, look at me like that. You're like everybody, your family. Everybody, I'm gonna tell you something, unless you your family made up of two people and y'all know each one of y'all saved. But now if you got it's a whole bunch of y'all in the family, somebody in there somewhere not saved. And it's a fool. So every family got at least one fool. You know, you know, one, at, least, at least one. He just wonder where did they come from? They couldn't have been a draper. What was they drinking? You know, what, what happened? What happened? Anybody have people like that in your family? I mean, they, oh, y'all all got a bunch of little angels and everybody so wise and so nice. Some of y'all married a fool. <laughs> You married a fool. You just married a fool. You went out there. He was so cute and handsome and his car and his job. And you, you, you a fool for looking for a husband with that kind of prerequisite. That's right. You, if you marry a fool, you're going to be miserable the balance of your days. 
Walk with the wise and become wise, associated with fools, and get in trouble. I ain't talking a little trouble, a whole lot of trouble. Next, listen. Many saints stray from the path of God. Many saints stray from the path that God has ordained for them because they fall prey to deception. Many people get on the wrong path of life because they were deceived. They were misled. And so, and, and they're on the wrong path. First uh, John chapter four, verse one says, beloved, do not believe every spirit, which means there's a lot of spirits out there, but it's only one Holy Spirit. It's not five Holy Spirits. Okay. One Holy Spirit. And you need to be listening to him. And there are a lot of spirits out there. They got lying spirits out there. Bad spirits out there. Evil spirits out there. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test, examine. That means to examine, to scrutinize the spirits. More than one spirit. All kinds of spirits. Especially you kids going off to college. I mean, you, you better be, I don't care, you name that school, whatever school, well, it might be popular and a lot of folk out there that you like and it has a good reputation, but let me tell you some, some bad spirits in that school, some evil spirits lurking around there. And they, they are intelligent spirits, but they, they're evil. There's some academic people who have academic achievements, but their spirits are evil. They're demonic And at the root of them is Satan himself. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit, whether they are of God. If that spirit is not from God, then it means it's from the devil. Okay? Because many false prophets have gone out into the world, false teachers, false evangelists, false false deacons, false counselors. A lot of false people are out there. And they're dispensing uh, doctrines of demons. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many prophets have gone out into the world to deceive you, to wreck your life, to mess you up, to set you back, smoothly set you back. It is the word of God that equips one to discern and discriminate truth from error in order to stay on the path that leads to righteousness and to have success from God's perspective. That is so big, it's worth repeating. It is the word of God that equips one to discern and discriminate, determine between good and evil, to discriminate between good and evil, truth from error, in order to stay on the path that leads to righteousness and to have success from God's perspective. If you do not have a spirit of discernment from God, you will struggle the rest of your life. If you don't have spiritual discernment to be able to discriminate between good and evil, righteous and unrighteous, to discriminate that which is of God from that which is of God and that which is of the devil. And let me tell you, and Satan knows how to uh, make things subliminal and, 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 to, and to cause it to glitter and to shine and, 
And pe- people look like they got it together. You can be deceived from folk who look like they got it together. So be careful. In the book of Jonah, it is amazing how everything obeyed God except rebellious Jonah. The wind obeyed God. The sea obeyed God. The the pagan mariners, the sailors obeyed God. The great fish obeyed God. The plant obeyed God. We'll see that in, uh, in a few sermons. The worm obeyed God. Everything obeys God except Jonah. The great fish obeyed God without taking a detour when Jonah takes a detour. But Jonah, fugitive Jonah, ends up in the belly of a great fish because of his rebellion against almighty God. He finds himself in a tremendous crisis and dilemma. Beloved, you may run from God, but you will not get away as in the case of Jonah. Remember in verse 3, Jonah paid the fare to rebel against God and went in the opposite direction. Verse 3 says, but Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare to run away from God. He paid to sin. Like some of y'all pay to sin when you're gambling. You know how you pay to sin? You know, you pay the sin when you mess around with prostitutes. You pay the sin when you go to those gentlemen clubs. You know, you pay the sin when you go to those ungodly sites. And you pay the sin when you, you know, some, you're doing, going into areas and strip clubs. You pay the sin. Look how you look at me now. You're looking at me like I've never heard those things. Why don't y'all say amen? You need to repent. You, you wasted God's money in the dark, too. You don't like to sin in the dark. Hope nobody see you. Oh, but they see you. Oh, yeah. Paying the sin and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, there are liberal theologians who say it is not possible for anyone to live in the belly of a great fish three days and three nights. There are people to this day, they want to contest that and argue with that. But they need to shut up. I submit to you today, my friends, they need to shut up and quit analyzing. They need to be quiet and quit debating and talking so much because the scripture says in Luke chapter 1 verse 37, for with God nothing will be impossible. Amen? With God nothing will be impossible. The same God who opened up the Red Sea and allowed Israel to go through it is able to keep Jonah in the If you enjoy of this kind of biblical fish. teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.